0: Hey, how's it going? It's Anarchy to Diapers. Today's episode is with... my mom. I went out to lunch with her in the beginning of the month before everyone got quarantined. Went back to her house, had some coffee, put up a little portable mic, and opened up the conversation talking about how religion and music that keeps resurfacing into my life. Um, Really, I just wanted to Get my mom out of a defensive position. Show everyone how me and my mom interact. And, uh... How my mom... Always has these little gems of life. Uh, That's about it. I just wanted to share my mom with everyone. Um, There's one edit where we'll go into music and then back into a conversation. Because, uh... That was a part of, uh some private family stuff, but um, we're actually starting to have a flowing conversation just about shit in general, so uh, I left the rest of it, I hope you guys enjoy it, this is me and my mom. About my music? Like, uh, How'd like, you get
1: into all this? Because
0: they all have like positive lyrics. So, all right. Remember, I got into trouble, and then I had to go to like AA and stuff by the judge and all that stuff. So, I tell people I don't drink, and then uh, people kept saying to me like, "Oh, so you're straight edge?" And I was like, "Straight edge? I don't know what that is." And then they sort of telling me that's like a like a, a punk rock movement hardcore movement where like guys uh, don't drink they don't do drugs they're all about being mindfulness and um, you know uh, having control of your body and not giving it to peer pressures so Mm. that's how I started getting into all that kind of music now um, there's this band called Youth of Today they're one of the straight edge bands that I used to listen to okay so you ready for this journey so I started listening to them then uh that singer ended up becoming, like, uh, Krishna and started, like, the first Krishna hardcore band called Shelter. So he actually, like, lived in a monastery and all that stuff. And then, like, his songs were about, like, uh, you know, like, uh, all the shit like Krishna talks about, um, you know, not being a consumer and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, I thought it was interesting because you got, uh, you got that band Shelter, mm-hmm. and that's like another time I was introduced to Krishna. And then you introduced me because you said that you used to follow Krishna, and then, uh.
1: Well, yeah, Tibetan mm-hmm. philosophies, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then, um, you said that, uh, you know, you had that spiritual guide. I remember you showed me the picture,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, okay, so that's another time. See, this is
1: my guide. The, yeah, the bell. Bell. That's mm-hmm.
0: why I drew that tattoo for you.
1: I can't believe that you n- remembered that. You got some mem- very smart, you know.
0: Well, thank you. I don't always feel that way.
1: <laughs> Neither do I. But I know I'm not stupid. I know I'm not bright on certain things, you know, like how to wa- work this, how to do that. But I know I'm bright on other things and perceptive. Okay. Did you spill it? Yeah, on my or...
0: pants. On my pants. It's the cup. Uh, mm-hmm. lid, you know, I don't know. It wasn't Take down, look, right? Uh, okay. Um, so, so then I, I listened to the podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. I've told you about that. And, uh, on that podcast, he, um, occasionally refers to this guy, uh, Yoga Ray. You know, he always be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, when I was doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu." The first guy we know that got into yoga was this guy, Yoga Ray. We called him Yoga Ray. So they keep mentioning this guy, Yoga Ray, like three or four times during podcasts. And then he has the guy, Yoga Ray, on.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Yoga Ray is Ray from Youth of Today. Oh, wow. So I just think it's weird how this stuff just keeps recircling back into my life. Because, like, what's the odds of a guy from New York in a band who ends up, you know, going out to you know becoming a Krishna, then going out to LA, right? And then right. Appearing on the show that I listen to all the time. Faithfully,
1: yeah. Inter- uh, it is interesting. Yeah.
0: I just was wondering what you thought about that.
1: Oh, I don't think anything's a coincidence. There are no coincidences. Uh, all right. There are none. Is this on? Yeah. yeah. Oh um, no, I don't think that. Um, there's no coincidence. Everything is for a reason. Every single thing is for a reason. And I told you that in Tibet, in, in the, in, I'm not sure if it's the Buddhist philosophy, but they say that the day you are born, the time you are born, and all your planets are aligned and everything, that you pick that out when you're up in the spiritual world because uh, you want to work certain things out. I told you that, and if you avoid it and don't work it out, like the obvious one, people becoming a man when they're born a female. I mean, I like a lot of men's stuff, so I know that I must have been a man in my last life or maybe two or three in a row or something because I love men's shoes. I love plain line. I love men's coats. I love a lot of things about (sighs) men, but I don't. I mean, do I want to change my sex next time? Maybe. It was a pain in the ass being a woman this time. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it in this life because this is what I'm supposed to be working through. Because inside this shell is a spirit. Yeah. This is just the outside shell. So I I, I don't want to have to... Uh, this has been hard being a woman for me, and I don't want to do it again. You yeah, pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass on that. Yeah. So, yeah, everything is for a reason. Every single solitary thing. Huh. That's what they say, and and uh, the older I get, the more I see it. I see it true. When I first saw Marie, I had an immediate connection with her. Your friend Marie. Immediate. It was like, and then she became my best friend. Very funny.
0: Now you like, going back to church more. Do you ever think about exploring, like, the stuff about Buddhism or Tibetan? Obviously you can't pinpoint it because it was a long time ago. Do you feel like a, a need to go back to that, or do you think just, like, or is it just you're just going to wing it and you don't really believe in one idea?
1: Right. I think that I can fulfill all my things in church, this church I go to. It's not made, yes, they have, it's so funny, they're just like me, they have money problems. And um, they have a shortage of priests. It's a very poor parish. But the people, I've never seen people like this. The embrace of love and devotion is just, I've never seen anywhere else. All right. Never.
0: So do you think it's like more important the embracing of love than rather the actual particular sec oh, or yeah, of course. way you're going of to? Of course. You
1: know that. Come on. Because otherwise religion, man-made religion, is, is ridiculous. It's so stupid. It has nothing to do with reality. There's a show on TV, The New Pope, and I've been watching it. It's with Jude Law, and he is a pip in it. He's very, very good. And uh, he was in that. What happens is he's made um, a pope. Everyone loves him. And then I, I don't know the exact beginning, but he goes falls down one day and goes into a coma. Then out of nowhere he comes out of the coma, and it's been so long that he was in the coma. They made somebody else a pope. He died, and now somebody else is a pope. And he came out of the coma, and he keeps saying, "Why? What?" What is the point of this? Why do you want me back? You, you brought me back. And he's constantly, you know, questioning that. Why? Huh. It's a very good show.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a really good show.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting for someone who is a pope to see them question their faith.
1: Well, he knows.
0: He, 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 or he, questions. Knows. he says
1: he knows what heaven's like. He says, and he says he knows he's here because of God. He just isn't sure for what reason, and everyone's telling him to be the pope because everybody loves you. But there's another pope now who's real. He's a drug addict and very questionable. It's a very good show.
0: I think all popes are questionable personally. Mm-hmm. That's just that could own. be true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah, that could be true. That could be true.
0: I don't know. I just I always have this attraction to like, uh, like Krishna and Buddhism and. Um,
1: because it's very I, true stuff. And it has nothing to do with money or anything. That's why. It's more, it is more faith in spirituality than materialistic. And I think the reason I like to go to church, too, whether this is factual or not, I feel it keeps me being a better person. If I don't go, I slide here, I gossip here, I do this, I do that, Things that I feel are bad and wrong for me. When I go to church, I got to look up in that cross. And it's not the cross, it's that divine spirit.
0: Right. And I
1: got to be true to that.
0: It's helping you keep the focus on yourself.
1: Yes. Keeping me on the up and up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I do it in different ways, I don't find that in church. I find that more with, like, Buddhism and...
1: Yeah, whatever it turns yeah. out.
0: So, uh, I don't know.
1: Whatever. That's why, I don't, you know, these people want, you know, the Arabs and all these jerky religions, they want theirs to be, the the. you know, everybody to be this and that. It has nothing to do with religion. It's control of the land and everything. Yeah. And they do it under the disguise of religion. You can't tell me that there is a divine spirit that wants you to kill other people?
0: Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, definitely on that. Definitely
1: Um, an oxymoron.
0: I have two thoughts bouncing around my head. One, um, okay. So, like, when I got baptized... I was a lot older you didn't have me baptized right away I didn't realize that there was other options really I thought it was mm-hmm. like Catholic or uh, Judaism and
1: or Protestant pretty much yeah
0: and you know all my friends went to a Catholic mm-hmm. church so I was mm-hmm. like alright sign me up Um. so there's that um, the other thing is like one of the things I like about Buddha and I guess this is the punk rock guy. Speaks to the punk rock guy in me, like how he says, like you know, don't seek what Buddha sought. Uh, don't don't seek Buddha. Seek what Buddha sought. And if you find Buddha on your way, kill him. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that because he's like, I don't know the way. Like you got to figure it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that I appreciate. Um,
1: Everybody's got their own road. And then I was wondering,
0: like, if there's like reincarnation. Like maybe if you sign up as like a Catholic or or or, you. decide to be Judaism Judaism, whatever you follow like could that be like just uh, a meeting point for souls on the other side like rather than like rather than like that that actually mean like you're going to a different place. You all go to the same place. It's all the same town, but it's like, yo, we're going to meet up on Hewlett Street. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, we're going to meet up on Catholic Street.
1: Yeah, but I think, yeah, it, because you can be a good person living by a certain uh, um, bunch of, of values and morals in Catholic, Protestant, Lutheran, you know, uh, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters what, The name is, Uh I think, it's how you live in this world. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you on that, but what I'm saying is like the name is all just like the bus stop that you're going to be meeting, like your fellow loved ones. Like we're team Catholic, so we'll meet up on the Catholic stop. No, I just think,
1: no, I don't think that. I don't think, no, I think it's just more free.
0: More free than that? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. The souls are just on, uh... Your development, you know, that your level of awareness and development. That's what I think.
0: Okay.
1: Religion, see, I think now I'm, I can only say for Catholic because I don't know anything about Lutheran or Protestant or whatever. So I'm going to use the Catholic faith. They have a lot of good shit in there. They're teaching you the commandments that. Maybe they didn't come maybe they came from Moses maybe they didn't what does it matter they help you learn, live a good life. Yeah. That's the point of it. And um they have a lot of good things um you know you confess your sins. You confess your sins. I don't think you have to do it with somebody else but you have to do it within yourself. So you're going to try better next time. You're going to try better. I think there's a lot of good stuff in the Catholic religion, like I said, and there probably is in a lot of other religions. It's all the other crap they pull in with it. Yeah. You know. No,
0: no, like, that. what stuck out to me is, like, confess your sins to yourself. Like, be true to yourself is, like, the most important thing. I think you, like, by lying to yourself, you can drive yourself actually crazy that way.
1: Yeah, and anyway, I don't believe... I need to go to somebody else to uh, have God forgive me. He forgives me as soon as I do it. He knows, he knows the deal. He knows me, so, you know. I yeah. said, when I talk to God, I like, go, oh, come on, you know I did it again. You knew I was gonna do it again. So why did you let me do it again? You know, it becomes this whole thing.
0: Um, so you actually argue with him?
1: <laughs> I argue with myself a lot. I, and I think the older you get, you have to be more comfortable with yourself definitely see when you're younger and you're running around like now you're t- maybe not you in particular but you in general at that age you're running around you're doing this and that but when you're older now you settle down you're in one spot and you only got you to look at and maybe a mate so you have time now to be comfortable and you need to be comfortable with yourself because you're not clogged with a lot of other stuff
0: yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Like, I think I'm more comfortable with myself, but more worried about things. um, More stressed out with, like, about, like, shit. Like, being tied to a job. Like, I hate that, like, I have seven but, more years to get my pension. Right,
1: but they can't take your soul. No. And this is what you have to remember know, every but that's, that's, day. But
0: that's my inner conflict at my job, because, like, uh, you know, I'm not... Um, mm-hmm. I see the hi- hi- hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. You know, and then the way the teachers talk to us talk down to us. like we're definitely at the bottom of the totem pole. There's definitely um, what do you call it? like classes, and the custodians at the bottom.
1: And so I had in the nursing home in the hospital, yeah. we were at the bottom, bottom of the list, I mean, it was very it's very and this is the people that keep everything safe and clean, and we keep the people safe and clean. And we're the ones that are looked down upon. that's sad. And if you're a mechanic, you get more respect working on a, a dumb old ass car. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: How scary is that? You look so tired, Dan.
0: I'm exhausted. But what are you going to do? I spent my
1: whole uh, life raising your kids exhausted. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I first moved in here, I used to sleep almost around the clock. Almost. Yeah. Now I sleep, like, because I'm on an antibiotics, very strong, and I'm sleeping a lot. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, I would, it's like my body was making up for all those years I couldn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I swear.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just not, uh, Yeah, everyone's been sick in the house, including myself, so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. my six hours of sleep, if I get that, it's been broken up, like.
1: Is he sleeping through the night now with the meds?
0: Uh, last night was the first night I slept through. Oh, Good. Yeah, oh, uh, so it's been like a week of like mm-hmm. not sleeping straight, so that wears on me.
1: All right, so that's um, it. You wanted to talk to me about anything yeah. else? Oh, I got some pictures to show you. Oh boy. Mhm. Different stages of Maria. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Wait, there was another one that was really good.
0: <laughs> what did the girls call fucking him? But ugly. But ugly.
1: <laughs> I love it. But it was alright. But he was a good friend. He helped me get rid of Ernie. Well, he helped me with the strength.
0: Yeah. What are you going through your mail now?
1: I didn't realize I had mail underneath the mail. I got just ma- wanted to see. You got
0: it. mail with your mail?
1: Yeah, this is not a bill. That's all I want to hear. And <laughs> this, <laughs> This, I don't know who it is. Someone on semen. Avenue?
0: So, we finally told Dylan that uh, Aaron's pregnant. Oh, I
1: was going to ask you how you're going to handle that.
0: Yeah.
1: What did you say? Did you explain he's going to have a brother or sister? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, we told him. And he basically would, you know, he, he he was like, I don't know about that. He's like, babies are loud, they cry. He's like, they're going to hurt my ears going to have to hold my hands on my ears. So, he was a little annoyed about that.
1: But they don't do that forever. Yeah.
0: But then, um, you know, we were talking, and uh, he said he'd rather have a, a brother than a sister. So then Aaron said to him, you know, like, uh, you know, usually girls are quieter babies. And then, you know, he was like, he bailed out of the conversation and then came back like a half hour to and He's like, I've been thinking, you know, maybe a girl because they're quieter babies. <laughs>
1: That Delio. Oh, my God. He's too much. He's just too much.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, maybe that's why I'm not working now.
0: There you go. Maybe
1: I'm here to help you out more.
0: Absolutely. Lord knows we need it.
1: hmm Yeah, I don't mind at all. I think it's a good thing. I've been thinking about it. When did I think about it? Last night I was thinking... Because I was thinking about Marie's son so all alone now. You know, I mean, yes, he has his wife and his niece, but his immediate, immediate family, he's the last one. And I thought of, that's how I feel, because <laughs> Uncle George is certainly not, I mean, uh, who knows where he is. Yeah. So I was thinking it's good that Dylan, he won't be alone in the world. And so I think she's right about that. I hate to admit it, but yeah. your wife is right about that. <laughs> yeah, she is because uh, it's not like I really walk al- around. Al- I feel alone. Even when I'm not alone, I feel alone. So I try to work on not feeling alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you think that could be because not so much that, um, like, you would feel that way if you didn't have a sibling. You feel like that because you have a sibling who doesn't have contact with anyone. Do you find what I'm saying? Like if you never had a brother, you wouldn't
1: oh, I'd still feel the same. yeah, because there's no one here that I can visibly see. I would have loved to have a sister. I would have loved to have a sister. You know, I see sisters together and dent to I would have loved that. I really, really you know missed out on that. What can you do? You don't get everything in life. You, you get some things. You don't get everything. Like, I always wanted four children. I got that. So I'm lucky about that. You know? You don't get everything. It's it, it, Somebody told me once, and I can't remember who it was, it's your heart's desire that you get. You don't always know what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. But one day you find out, oh, yeah, that was the most important thing to me because it's the essence of what makes you happy and keeps you going. See, I can't ever say, well, once in a while I say it, but I don't mean it, uh, that I'm I'm happy I had children because you kids really kept me straight. You kept me alive. Uh, would I have drunk? Yeah, I probably would have been doing all kinds of drugs. I didn't give a shit. I really didn't. So you kids really, you know, I... You know, I'm here because
0: of you. I understand that. I have, like, um, how to put it into words. I do better with my family because, uh, I don't know if it's I have a lack of care or a lack of respect or just, I don't think I just care about a lot. Including myself.
1: hmm So, Aaron and Dylan make you become a better man.
0: Yeah, they ground me because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like, uh, a good example is, um, you know, when I got married, my buddy Rob said, well, you, is anything different now that you're married? I said, yeah, I wear my seatbelt all the time. Yeah, you know? and he was like, yeah, well, what does that have to do with marriage? Well, now I'm responsible, like, for her. hmm She don't want her to be a, a, a widow. Because I didn't mm-hmm. wear my seatbelt like an idiot. Right, right.
1: That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. She's really okay girl.
0: So me and Ron were talking about this. About uh James still, <coughs> <and they're> still <coughs> family. Oh Alright. And at different parts of our lives we were both friends with James.
1: Mm-hmm. I liked him though.
0: Oh, he's a really nice guy. I, like and I, I owe him, like, a big apology if I ever see him again. From
1: what?
0: Um, Because I stopped being friends with him because uh-huh. his life was too good. I was oh, like, yeah. fuck you with you and your family uh-huh, uh-huh. and all your sisters getting along and your parents all being <laughs> nice caring. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and caring about each other, <laughs> you know, all different ages and everybody likes each other and actually has fun. <laughs> fuck you and your okay life. They will...
1: Wonderful people.
0: Yeah. and but, but one of the things we were talking about, which kind of put things in perspective for me, um, is he said, like, it felt uncomfortable because it was, like, a very loving and caring family. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, like, very um, warm, homey feeling mm-hmm, when you walked mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. But nothing was, like, really nice. The place wasn't immaculate. <laughs>
1: it was a disaster. And, you know, and... And that's what happens with big families. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, it's it's not passing judgment on them in any fucking mm-hmm. way. Actually, in, in, what I'm trying to do is give them praises. Mm-hmm. Like, the big perspective of their family, uh, not the big perspective, the uh, the perspective was right about the big picture of their family. Mm-hmm. Like, it's better for everyone to be a happy family than mm-hmm. to not have a dish at a fucking place. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, so me and you know, Rob were talking like, you know, even in our house. Like, if there's, like, two dishes in the house, Ernie would fucking freak out. Who fucking left all the dishes in here? Clean up after yourselves. It's two fucking dishes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't warrant a fucking yelling to the whole house. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
1: He yelled at everything. Do you remember he'd come in, we'd have the radio on, we'd all be dancing, he'd come in, the first thing he'd do is turn that sucker off. Yeah. What a miserable fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we, uh, so my point is, my house might be a little bit messy, but it does have that warm and homey feeling.
1: That's why I always take a good nap there. Yeah, and that's why,
0: <laughs> you know. So the, the most important thing is that. You go into people's houses, and it's a very cold feeling because mm-hmm. it's like a museum. So It's e- out of place.
1: Erica always says that I have the most homiest apartments. And I said I do that because I surround myself with only things I like. You know, I don't have that because someone gave it to me and like, I'm stuck with it. If they gave it to me and I like it, that's different. But I only have what I... And I t- tried to teach her that with her living at Ernie's. Uh, just have what you like around you. And then you, that's, you'll be happy. No, yeah, that's what me and Erin do. Mm-hmm. I know she does. I know that.
0: I mean, we got a little bit more shit than we need. Mm-hmm. Including my end, too. So, who am I? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like music shit, I'm like a hoarder. I have, like, all-ticket stubs and flyers from bands really? that I saw, like, 20 years ago. Isn't yeah. that
1: funny? Everybody's got their thing.
0: Yeah. You know, like I found one of my friend's flyers from, like, fucking 94. Took a picture of it, Facebooked him. Threw it back Thursday in 1994, <laughs> son.
1: <laughs> You're 42 now, right? 43? Oh, shit. 44. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. I missed two years.
0: September, I'll be 45.
1: Really? And what is. Richie's almost 50.
0: It just has to do I think with people Not understanding you I mean You know It's like, yeah. a, like a lot of people Don't understand me Like mm-hmm. they, Especially now Cause you know I fucking worked my ass off When I was younger Granted I didn't make a lot of money Cause I had a bunch of Shitty jobs But I worked fucking hard mm-hmm. I worked fucking You know All Four As much as you could Four hours of sleep Sleeping on a recliner mm-hmm. For fucking months at a time mm-hmm. I've done it Mhm. I'm not doing it anymore, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, you know.
1: Well, now you got something to enjoy in your yeah, life. Yeah,
0: th- absolutely. But people <laughs> look at it as like, like, oh, don't you want to do better for your family? You should work more, or you should do a side job, make some extra money for what? Then you can go on vacation, <clears throat> or I could just always be like on vacation at home, hanging out with my family.
1: Yeah, loving your life. That's very true, Dan.
0: Because I... that
1: boy gets very upset when uh, uh, when uh, you're not around and his mommy's not around. He really right. loves his family.
0: Uh, and what happens anyway when me and Aaron had that six-month period <laughs> where we were working? He used to get got sick all the time. Well, when we were working six, seven days a week, <coughs> what happened? We ended up saving at a six months. At, at a half a year, we maybe saved $1,000 because we're both working nonstop. So Mm -hmm. we were both ordering our food because no one wants to cook.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Then any day we had off, we all wanted to do something as a family because we fucking haven't seen each other. So you go to the movies or whatever it is—movies, dinner. Boom! There's a hundred, two hundred bucks. So I just worked the whole day so we could go to the movies and go to dinner, or I could not work that day Mm -hmm. and sit at home. We do something on Netflix. Mm -hmm. We make dinner, and we watch dinner and movie. Have fun with Dylan.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, Mm-hmm. that's so, you know, that's is the
0: thousand dollars worth it after six months of running around like an asshole? <laughs> I don't think so. But that's you—you you understand this as well. You're not driven by money. No. I need to make enough so I can get by.
1: That's why I'm where, where I am because I, I, you know, with my divorces, I probably could have gotten a lot more. I, I don't want nothing to do with Ernie. I know I'm so glad that. I don't have any contact with him. Your father was a little different, but um, your father is when I started to realize I hated being married. <laughs> no, I really do, I hated being married. But stupid was brought up. You have to have be married to have kids, and I wanted more kids, so <laughs> I was born too late. I should have been born this era. We didn't have to be married to have kids. You're born too early. Too early, yeah, you
0: know what I mean. Oh. Well, what are
1: you going to do? That's the way it is.
0: Uh, maybe next time around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please, I don't want to come back. <laughs> I don't ever want to come back. Yeah. Mm. No, I
0: mean, you know, but, like, with the money thing, maybe that's why, like, socialist ideas ap- appeal to me. You know, like, interesting, like, when... I went to Ta- uh, Ireland for Tara's wedding. Yeah. I got into an argument with her friend. Uh, uh, her name is... Kira? I want to say it's Kira, if I remember correct. Kira? Yeah. Uh, and we had a whole big discussion and an argument about... Like, Europe and, like, Ireland. So time i was still tattooing the tattoo shops that close at like seven seven o'clock at night they're done um and i was like they should stay open longer and she's like why i was like to make more money and she's like yeah but they go home every night with their family and eat eat dinner
1: so you are the one yeah
0: and i really couldn't grasp that concept at the time But a lot of that has to do because I always wanted to be away from my family because I never wanted to be home, (laughs) (laughs) stuck in that house that I grew up in. Not that I'm blaming my whole life on that, but I I didn't have that. Hey, listen,
1: I didn't want to be there either. (laughs) That's why I still have nightmares about Point Lookout. Yeah. I have nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. At At least once, maybe two to three times a week... I have dreams about moving and packing and setting up. That's how ingrained it is in me. I always wake up and I go, Like one time I had a dream about trying to make, uh, I was in an apartment that was a circle and I was trying to set everything up. I mean, this is the dreams I have.
0: What does that have to do with Point Lookout?
1: Because I was always in a... I wanted to move and and get out of there and get away. I was a trap. And I wanted something that was my own. That's why I feel secure here. Finally, the first time in my life, no one can tell me I can't be here. They're going to throw me out.
0: (laughs) We can't (laughs) hang up that picture over there.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're not kidding. They love me here. (laughs) Little did they know... Yeah. Oh, well, why am I looking at my daddy over there? I miss mommy and daddy. Mm. That's a story there. So, you see my forest?
0: Yeah, yeah, lots it, of
1: them. doing good, right? All yeah. oh, my babies.
0: So, do you keep breaking off, like, uh, pieces of the plants and regrowing them?
1: I have a few. Yeah, I've done a few. If they, like this, if they grow really funny and I can't control them, I do you know what I'm saying it's teach a, that
0: fucking plan a lesson I'll snip you <laughs> off Yeah, <and>, you know, <laughs> fucking learn how to grow the right way <laughs> oh,
1: it's a good thing I didn't feel that way about the men I was married <laughs> to
0: <laughs> yeah. oh no alright that's
1: it I'm booting you out
0: you kicking me out yeah alright mom
1: yeah, I'm going to go get my toesies done and my nails. When we did lunch. Oh, that was so nice, Dan. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Sometimes um, with Erica, if I haven't seen her in a long time, it, I I start to really like feel like I don't have a daughter. And it's, uh, you, I see more than that. Yeah. But we don't, you're in and out, you know, we're doing our thing. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that's a, but that's also why I also wanted to sit down and talk to you,
0: because we haven't talked in a while.
1: Is that still on? Yeah, I just left it on and mm-hmm. whatever we can use we can use. It was so cute when you were younger. I just went back to a time when you got in trouble in uh <laughs> in uh what school were you in? East
0: or west? Posties.
1: No, I think um Malvern not Malvern, Magnolia. When you ran out of the classroom, was that it? Or that was East School. That was East School? East school yeah, huh? yeah, East, right. Well, um, <laughs> and wait. you got lost.
0: No, I didn't get lost. When I ran out of the school, it was East School. That's when I got kicked out. Because Mrs. Bailey grabbed me, that nasty bitch. She was terrible. Which now, we would have had a lawsuit and she would have been fucking fired.
1: Yeah, there'd be a lot of lawsuits. The nuns used to call me um, a refugee. I didn't even know what that meant. I was in the 7th or 8th grade, and they called me. You know why they called me that? Because my bangs were long. You look like a refugee.
0: I haven't heard good things about nuns. No. Every time you hear from about people people talk about nuns, usually they say how about a
1: nasty mm-hmm. bitch they were. Yeah, they weren't nice. But now there in the... representatives of the... The church I, g- I go to, they have more, they have um, lay teachers, you know, regular teachers. And I, I think one or two are nuns, but you don't know because they're in regular clothes. But they are so loving with the kids. There's one teacher, this one boy... Must have had problems or was upset. She sat there with her arm around him through the hall. Because they come to Mass sometimes. Now it's a totally different story. Totally. I mean, we used to have them crack us in the back if we weren't standing up straight on the pew, kneeling. Now I never kneel. I, I mean, I, you know, sit forward, but I don't, I can't kneel. And, um... It just things are so, I and mean, you couldn't say a word. Now the kids so you are know all God happy. God would
0: be totally fucking disappointed that you don't get a full kneel.
1: <laughs> yeah, Only
0: you and him know whether you can kneel or not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going down, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lie to God.
1: <laughs> You're right about that. All right, let me go to the bathroom and get my act together. Oh yeah, yeah.